This episode is sponsored by ByHeart. And I feel like I need to preface what I'm going to say with this. I'm a huge advocate of breastfeeding. Anyone who knows me well knows that nursing is something I believe in. And all five of our biological children were breastfed until they were 19 to 23 months old. However, we also have fostered and adopted, and I've been so grateful for formula companies in those situations. I'm also grateful for formula companies because our last two biological children, I really struggled with my supply and did all the things, spent so much time and effort, and just was never able to produce enough for them to be able to gain weight and not be hungry. And so I was so grateful for companies like Byheart. Byheart is an infant nutrition company built from the ground up to deliver real innovation on behalf of babies and parents. Their mission is simple, make the best formula in the world. Using the latest in breast milk science, Byheart created a clinically proven, easy to digest infant formula that's made with organic, grass-fed whole milk, certified clean ingredients, and features a patented protein blend that gets closest to breast milk. They're made with certified clean ingredients. It has no soy, corn syrup, GMOs, or palm oil. Curious about Byheart? Redeem your welcome offer at byheart.com forward slash podcast with code crystal for a limited time. Additional terms and conditions apply. So go to byheart.com forward slash podcast and use crystal to get your welcome offer. Welcome to the Crystal Pain Show, where we help you embrace your life right where you are and give you practical steps to get to where you want to go. Whether you are in your car, folding laundry, cooking, cleaning, or maybe even just enjoying a cup of coffee and a few minutes of quiet, we're so glad you're joining us today. Here's your host, wife, mother of four, foster mom, entrepreneur, and author, Crystal Payne. Welcome to another episode of The Crystal Pain Show. Today, we're going to be talking about how to change your life by changing your habits. And I hope it's very encouraging to you, those of you who are kind of starting in on new schedules and new routines. I know so many families, as we've talked about in the last two podcasts, have kids going back to school or you are homeschooling and you have new routines and kind of this is a time of year where it's just a great time for fresh starts and new habits. So we're going to tackle that. But first, as we always do, let's talk about what's saving our lives. Jesse, what's saving your life today or this week? Did you not come prepared? No, I didn't. Actually. I was like, <laughs> "Oh yeah, I forgot." Uh, we didn't. We usually talk ahead of time yeah. and kind of talk about what we're going to talk about. But before we started this podcast, we were actually talking about feeding babies solid foods because you just got back from Champ's GI appointment, and so I'm literally on my phone researching all about what we need to do because we're starting down the solid food road and. It's been a long time since we've started solid food. I know. I was thinking about that because I was asking the GI doctor all these questions. And I'm thinking he's probably like, who is this guy? He's got other kids. What hasn't he gone through this before? A lot has changed in 11 years, too. Yeah. Uh, as far as probably there's a lot more research and a lot of differing viewpoints. And I don't even remember really what we did, except yeah. for we had that little baby food grinder, I remember, and oh, we would yeah. put 
kind of whatever vegetables we were eating at dinner in that little grinder and grind them up. That's the only thing I remember, but we have to be a little bit more particular with Champ because of his intestinal issues and that sort of thing. So we're I'm, gonna... I'm having flashbacks now to washing that. Yes. How difficult that thing was to wash. Well, here we go again. We're going to have a lot of a lot of pureed food at our house for a while. Maybe they've come up with some better technologies since we use that. Well, while you think about what's saving your life, I'll talk about what's saving mine. And that is, it's baby related. Um, I, I know last week I did a YouTube video and I'm going to bring another YouTube video that's baby related because this one has been such a gift. And that is... The 10 minutes to put your baby to sleep video. Jesse, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Oh, yes, that one. <laughs> because it is this video on YouTube that somebody put together that has this soothing music in the background and literally just bouncing little black and red kind of dots on a, on a circles yeah. on a screen that they just go really slowly just go up and down and around and there is something about this video that almost always calms the babies mm -hmm. especially if you have one that's just really worked up and let's say we're in the car or you're somewhere where they you know, we can't feed them or um, we can't hold them and calm them down. And you need something to kind of help calm them down. This is, we've especially used this on car rides. It is just the best. You can hold up your phone and especially Kirsten, because Champ is a little bit easier usually to calm down. You just give him his binky. Kirsten's not a binky person or pacifier, whatever you guys call it. So this video, it's almost, you feel like, what is it doing? Because it, it's almost hypnotic because you put it up in front of her and she just instantly, she'll just stop crying. And then her eyes just watch these little circles on the screen and it doesn't always put her to sleep, but mm -hmm. it almost always calms her down. I have noticed that the last few times we've tried to use it, uh, it didn't work because it's almost like she's become immune, immune to, to it. it. But it was, it has been such a blessing, especially when we had our long, a couple of the long road trip to Arkansas. And then when we went to Johnson City twice, it was, mm -hmm. you know, so it, I think it's more for baby babies. I think when they get a little bit older, it's not as great, but we will put a link to it in the show notes. And hopefully it will help some of you who have little babies who just need to be calmed down. Sometimes it will be, it's kind of like another tool in your toolbox of things, baby hacks to help mm -hmm. you on those days when you just, you're running out of ideas. <laughs> you just need something else. Did you come yeah. up with something that well, was saving your life? Have I talked about the mirrors yet? No, <laughs> we're just, we're just, yeah. we might as well just rename this, the, the baby hack show. Yeah. That, that has definitely been a really beneficial thing to have bought for mm -hmm. Watching the the kids in the car seats, um, so there are these little mirrors that we place on the headrests, and it allows us to see them in their rear facing car seats to see their faces, make sure everything's okay. But it also allows them to see us as well, and so they don't feel like they're alone and, and things. So it's really great. With a lot of the times, if there's more than just one person in the car, will mm -hmm. they will be sitting back in the seat with the, the babies, but 
if you're just taking Champ to a doctor's appointment, which you do a lot, mm-hmm. it's really nice for you to be able to see him and make sure he's okay. And I think they love to look in the oh, mirrors yeah. too. So it's kind of a sort of entertains them as well. Yep. That was a great one. Good job. And you said you have no reading update for us nope. yet. No, I'm just taking my merry time in the books that I'm reading. That's okay. My update on which book I'm reading this week, I have a few different ones. I actually feel like I've kind of hit that place where I am so excited that I've been able to consistently be reading a lot more that I am biting off more than I can chew when it comes to reading because I took my stack of books and laid it out this week because I was going to take a picture for Instagram and realized that I am reading five books. And that is not even including... How do you keep track of that? It's not even including the read aloud that we have as a family. And then I'm doing a read aloud. I'm doing Charlie and the Chocolate Factory with um, Silas and the babies at night. And then it doesn't include my audiobook either. So, yeah, probably need to dial it back a little bit, getting a little bit too excited about being able to have more time in my schedule to read. But... The book that I want to talk about this week is called Fully Alive by Susie Larson. And it, at first, I didn't know what I was going to think about it because just it is her journey through some health issues and also anxiety and then kind of the spiral of those two things together and how she was able to find life and joy and peace through that season and kind of how she walked through it and processed through it. The subtitle to it is Learning to Flourish, Mind, Body, and Spirit. And this morning, one of the chapters that I was reading, it wasn't this exact quote, but it was basically this idea of how so often we focus on our problems instead of focusing on God's promises. And she brings a lot of scriptures throughout the book, but she also gives a lot of practical ideas. So it's not just pray more, read your Bible more, but it's also dig deep into where is this anxiety coming from? And she goes back to her past and talks about different things in her past that she kind of stuffed down and never processed through and how it was affecting her today. She talks about how what happens in our souls affects our cells and our body. Mm. And it's just this, it, it has a lot of practical, but then also a lot of personal stories and anecdotes. And then she has a, a section at the end of every chapter where she walks you through a process to unearth these things in your own life as well. And so I think it's, it's a very, it's almost like a workbook because it has sections after each chapter to with questions and then areas for you to work through it in your own life as well. So again, that was Fully Alive by Susie Larson, and we'll link that in the show notes. So the topic of changing your life by changing your habits. This was inspired actually by something that I posted on Instagram that so many people resonated with that I thought, Jesse. Let's dive into this and let's unpack this a little bit more than I can do in just a little Instagram post. So the quote was, everything you want is waiting for you on the other side of consistency. Now, I don't necessarily agree that everything is waiting for you. Everything that you want is going to be fixed or found through consistency. But I think that when we recognize that to stop blaming our circumstances 
or our shortcomings or our personality types or our surroundings for why we feel stuck, that's the first step toward change. Because it's so easy to just sit and be like, well, this is just who I am. I'm just not a driven person. So I can't change my life. I can't do this. I can't do X, Y, Z. I can't lose weight. I can't get up earlier. I can't, whatever it is, you fill in the blank that you've been saying, I can't. And maybe you don't even realize that you've been saying that, but you've been telling yourself, I'm this type of person. So therefore, Mm -hmm. this is what I do. I think we got to stop with that. Change first starts between our ears. If we want to change our life, we have to change the way that we think. Because if we don't believe that we can change, we will never change. But I'd love to hear your thoughts on, do you agree with this quote? Everything you want is waiting for you on the other side of consistency. Yes and no. Um, yes, in that just as a general concept, if you want to change your life, you do. it's a very slow process and that it happens through consistency. Now, like you said, it's not everything. I mean, I think you, there is an argument you can make that, oh, yeah, I want a million dollars. Well, the only way you're going to get that is through consistency of doing something. But as you're reading the quote, I was thinking in, in terms of fitness and in some posts that I've seen here recently on some uh, Facebook groups that I'm on, uh, for, especially for weight loss, um, definitely. Definitely. That's exactly what it's one step at a time, one foot in front of the other day after day will produce results. You're not going to see results overnight. You're going to see it over time. Yes. I was thinking so often people come to me and they'll say, you know, I want to figure out how to make money blogging or I've been blogging for the last three months and I'm not seeing anything from it. And the question that I always ask people when they come to me and they say, I don't, you know, I've been trying so hard and it just feels like it's going nowhere. I always say, or I often say, have you been showing up every day for two years? Because I really feel like when it comes to blogging and when it comes to a lot of things in life, that two-year mark, or maybe it's six months, depending upon what it is, but especially with blogging, that two-year mark is kind of the pivotal moment. If you are willing to stick with it, Mm -hmm. but not just, oh, well, I started my blog two years ago, but that you showed up every day in some way. You were on social media, you were writing a blog post, you were responding to comments, you were posting stuff on Pinterest, that every day you were showing up and doing something to help move the ball when it comes to your blog. And over time, all Mm -hmm. those little steps, that little, you know, you're kind of like pushing. And if you think of like this huge, you know, ball that you're like barely able to every day, you're just moving it a tiny, tiny little bit. So microscopically that you cannot see that it's even moving. Mm -hmm. But over time you look back and you've gone a long way. Right. And it, so it all adds up. And so on this post that I wrote on Instagram, which we'll link in the show notes, I talked about how if you want to change your life, in some way, you have to consistently change one small thing. So my question to you today would be, how do you want to change your life? 
where do you see yourself in six months, a year, five years from now? Mm -hmm. You've got to start with knowing where the finish line is, what your objective is. You can't just say, well, you know, I wish I was healthier. No, I want to know specifically what does that look like for you? Mm -hmm. Or I want to get in better shape or I want to have a more organized home or I want to have a successful business or I want to write a book. Jesse, I'm sure you can think of things like what are some things in your life? Well, you just need to have something that's, that's definite, you know, something that you can put a figure to that you can quantify. That way, you know that you've met that, but also it allows you to break it down into bite-sized pieces. And like you say, change one thing at a time, because so often when I know when I've wanted to change something in my life, I tend to go whole hog and burn out Mm -hmm. and the consistency doesn't remain. So in order to effectively remain consistent, change one thing, do that for two, three weeks, and then add something else. It might even be that you literally just change one thing and you stick with that one thing for six months Mm -hmm. and that makes all the difference. I gave some examples in the Instagram post that I just want to talk about. A lot of these are just 15 minutes that in 15 minutes a day, you can change your life, but it's not that one 15 minutes. It's 15 minutes after 15 minutes, after 15 minutes, after 15 minutes, every single day, day in, day out. That is how you change your life. So for instance, get up 15 minutes earlier, go to bed 15 minutes earlier, exercise for 15 minutes every day. Maybe you want to build more community. So you say, I'm going to invite one person over for coffee every week. Hopefully it's going to be longer than 15 minutes, but just setting that you know, one small goal. Okay. I want to build more community. I know for me and wanting to build more relationships and foster community in my life, it meant that I had to say, okay, every week we are going to open up our doors in some way, shape or form. And right now with coronavirus, you know, that might not be possible in your area, but can you open up your backyard? Can you meet someone at the park? Can you invite someone to sit on your porch while you socially distance and just be together? You know, what does that look like? You can get creative, but you have to reach out. And so committing for me to open up our door every single week, that changed our community life because we built such deeper relationships just by saying we're going to open up our door every single week. So inviting one person over for coffee or out to coffee or to the park every week. Want to eat healthier? What about just saying, I'm going to eat one salad every day, or I'm going to drink two more glasses of water every day, or I'm going to read for 15 minutes every day, or I want to deepen my relationship with my child. So I'm going to spend 15 minutes talking with them or playing with them, depending upon their age or want to get your house more organized. I'm going to work on an organizing project every day for 15 minutes, or maybe you don't even have 15 minutes. What about five minutes? You want to deepen your relationship with the Lord, spend five minutes praying every morning or 
you have a difficult person in your life that you want to work on that relationship. And so you say, I'm going to look for one way to show kindness to that person every single day. Or you just want to work on saying, I love you more. So you say, I'm going to say, I love you every morning. Or you want to have a more organized day. You say, I'm going to write a to-do list every night before bed. Or I'm going to go outside and walk for 15 minutes every evening because I need to, I want to get more fresh air and exercise. Or Jesse, you'd like this one. Kiss your spouse for 15 seconds every day. 15 seconds. That's all it takes. And it can make such a big difference. When's the last time you've kissed your spouse for 15 seconds? On, Try on, it. Honestly, if you only get half that half of it done, that's seven <laughs> seconds that wouldn't have happened otherwise. Or you could split up the 15 seconds. You know, you could do it five, seven seconds and eight seconds in different parts of the day. It's just that intentionality. But I think sometimes we make it so difficult. We're like, well, I just, I'm never going to be able to get this house organized or I'm never going to be able to cut my grocery bill. And I always say with your grocery bill, what would it look like to shave off one to 3% every single month and just say, I'm going to do, I'm going to make one change. And in that one change, we're going to shave off one to 3% of our grocery bill. And you feel like, well, that's just not going to make a big difference. But if you keep shaving one to 3% off every single month, for six months, for a year, that adds up to significant savings. Or let's say you say, I want to save money, but we don't have a lot of wiggle room in the budget. So I'm going to set aside $5 of my paycheck every single week. Over time, consistency adds up to major life change. So often people want to change their life And they start and they try for a little bit, but they don't stick with it long enough to really see the fruit. And it's hard because those first weeks, those first months, it can feel like nothing's really changing. I'm not seeing change, but it's when you stick with it over the long haul that you really see life change. So again, everything you want or a lot of things, are waiting for you on the other side of consistency. You can't overhaul your life overnight, but you can pick one thing to focus on daily for the next month. And those little baby steps taken consistently add up to big life change over time. Thank you so much for joining me today. I know there was a lot of background noise. I'm not sure what all is going to be able to be edited out. So my apologies uh, for the just, you know, I'm not going to apologize, but this is where we are in life right now. And so just welcome into our home. Sometimes it's messy and loud, but it's also beautiful and full. And we are so grateful for this life and so grateful for where God has us and We'd love to hear from you. We always love your feedback, whether it's positive or whether it's constructive criticism. We love all of it and we learn from it. And I would love to challenge you this week after hearing this podcast, what are you going to do? What's that one small change that you're going to commit to stick with over the long haul? 
send an email to us. You can email crystal at moneysavingmom.com and tell me what's the one thing that you are going to change. And then if you want to, feel free to keep checking back in with me and telling me how it's going because I don't want it to just be a great idea. I want to be here to cheer you on as you follow through to the finish line. Have a great week and we'll see you next week. Thank you for joining us today. For more great resources, please visit crystalpain.com. 